Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And as you can tell by today's episode, I'll be talking, or as you can tell by the title, in today's episode, I'll be talking about the Raiders and the Lakers. I'll be giving you guys a quick update on both teams, as both teams have been very, very busy this offseason and have a whole lot of things to go in and talk about. And I do want to mention here, guys, uh, one quick thing. I, I have been making it a very, a very big priority to try to bring you guys, um, you know, certain content, maybe stuff that's not out there that other people have brought, you know, because I, as, I, as a fan, I do listen to certain podcasters and to other journalists and, or to journalists. And, um, you know, I try to make sure to, to bring you stuff that they're not necessarily, you know, bringing to the media and to bring into their fans just so then that way I'm not, you know, well, one thing that way, so I'm not copying or anything like that. But the other thing, I want to give you guys maybe things that other that I noticed, maybe because it's something that other people don't notice. But anyways, I wanted to go ahead and just um, mention here that you guys can follow me here just as a quick update or a reminder. You guys can follow follow me on Instagram and on uh, Twitter. It's going to be West Coast Pod 702. Again, that's West Coast Pod 702. You can also find me on, uh, well, you can also hit me up on an email, and that's going to be at West Coast Sports Podcast at gmail.com. Hit me up on there. Hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on Twitter. Send me up a DM. Uh, but yeah, follow me. I'll be making sure to bring all kinds of content, any kind of updates when it comes down to all four teams the Raiders, the Lakers, the Dodgers, and the Golden Knights. And just to get right into the podcast here, guys, wanted to go and mention what you guys will be kind of looking at here. Uh, so as I mentioned, I'll be giving you guys the update. And, uh, you know, along with the updates on both teams, I'll be bringing two clips. Uh, you guys can find these clips on YouTube. You can find them on the Raiders.com or as well Lakers.com. As, uh, they're, they're interviews of uh, head coach John Gridden and Rajan Rondo. Be talking about those guys. Well, I mean, you guys should know who they are anyways. But to get right into the podcast here, guys, um, into that Raiders update. Raiders have been quite busy this offseason, if you guys have been following them. We started off this offseason, in my opinion, in a really, really positive way, in a really, really great way, because we had a lot of depth, a lot of uh, players. You know, it seems like we had, you know, we were overall, like, you know, uh, defensive coordinator Gus Bradley talked about how he wants the team to kind of come in waves. And overall that's what i kind of seen that's what i was looking at that overall we had a lot of guys that we can throw out you know two three lineups out there at times and you know have a couple guys that can come out there in rotation you know being able to you know keep guys fresh out there and so on and so forth and it started off that way and it kind of things kind of took a kind of took a little bit of a change once the preseason once the preseason got started uh, you know, there was a couple injuries, especially to a couple of main guys, and especially on that linebacking core, where that'll, I'll bring up that in just a little bit here. But overall, it started to look like the Raiders were kind of just trimming off a couple players that either, you know, just didn't really seem to find themselves in the position on the depth chart that they really wanted to be. You know, they found out that they were, you know, playing behind three, four guys instead, you know, and, and so on and so forth. And maybe just that they didn't cut it. Or even there were some people that, you know, just overall that ended up hurt and, you know, just they ended up finding themselves on the IR at this time, you know, and hopefully, you know, there's a couple guys like Javen White, like Nicholas Morrow, that we're expecting them to come on back. And when they do, that linebacking core will just be even better. 
Now, the main reason why I'm bringing up that linebacking core here, guys, is because the, the Raiders ended up signing two big linebackers. If you guys have been following the Raiders, you guys know you guys know exactly who I'm talking about. The Raiders ended up signing linebacker Denzel Pyramid and K.J. Wright. Now, these two guys are exactly what you kind of think, you know, good veteran linebackers. When it comes down to Denzel Pyramid, there's a whole thing of him just, you know, if he stays healthy, he's good. You know, so we'll see exactly what happens with him and if he's able to stay healthy. But overall, he's a guy who knows Gus Bradley's um, scheme. He knows how to play uh, defense. He's a good, solid vet- veteran uh, linebacker. And then when it comes down to KJ Wright, this guy is exactly what you would want. This guy ended up uh, having double digits in tackles for loss and double digits in, I believe it was pass breakups. So that as linebacker is exactly what we want. You know, it sounds like overall Corey Littleton is one of the one of the other players or one of the other linebackers that can provide that as as well for the Raiders. You know, so we'll see exactly what happens and we'll see exactly how that how that shakes out. Now the main the the thing the interview here that I wanted to bring up with uh, Coach Grant, John Gruden, he will actually talk a little bit about what I brought up, his overall look at the, at the Raiders and what he kind of thinks. Um, oh, so far this um, after preseason, after after training camp, and then as well in the second one, if you guys, well, he'll talk about you know the captains and the leadership, the veteran leadership that has been brought to the team ever since uh, with uh, these free agents that they've been signing. Oh, well, anyways, let me just go ahead and play the clip here, guys, and then I'll break down a little bit more afterwards. Here we go. Uh, with training camp sort of in the books, how do you feel that process just went overall, and how do you feel like? You know what? I feel pretty good. You know, we obviously have a long way to go, a lot to prove. A lot of players didn't play much at all in the preseason. But um, we practice hard. We practice smart. We've had a lot of reps. So um, I do like the, the nucleus of our team. we got a lot of guys that like football that are talented and young. And we've got some good veteran leadership. But we have a lot to prove. John, you signed several free agents that are in key spots, many starters. I'm just curious about the leadership that the new guys have brought to your team. Are you impressed with it? What do you like about it? Yeah, well, Ngakwe was selected as a captain, so that that always goes over big with me. He got over 45 votes. Players look up to him. They like him. Um, you know, we'll see. Denzel Perryman has already asserted himself in the short time that he's been here. So I think some of our young players are emerging. Darren Waller was selected as a captain. Josh Jacobs was selected as a captain. So the leadership is uh, somewhat from the new guys, but it's also from some of these uh, players that have been here for a few years. All righty, guys. So there's John, head coach John Grinnan talking about those two uh, topics or those two questions uh, that came up in his press conference. Now, the things that I wanted to bring up, as I kind of brought them up already earlier, I just want to go in and kind of go a little deeper dive into the first question here. He mentioned that he's really comfortable or really confident with that nucleus, with the core of the team, which overall, that's that's how I see it. I mean, overall, when you kind of look at the guys who didn't really who didn't really participate in in uh, the preseason games, you know, but the guys who have been out there in practices, you know, some of the guys who have been selected as captains, you know, those guys. Are solid and we know exactly what we should be expecting from those guys now the second question or the second uh yeah the second question that came up i do want to recall one or i do want to bring up a, a reminder here guys 
if you guys remember my episode that I brought up, I think maybe like a couple weeks or maybe like a month, a month or so ago, the Raiders had that uh, charity softball game and I had a chance to interview Josh Jacobs where he mentions at the end of last season where head coach uh, John Gruden wanted to, you know, wanted him to step up into that certain uh, like leadership role and be able to go ahead and step up in that sense. And look what happens. This guy is now a, a, a captain for the team, you know, alongside with Darren Waller, with uh, Yannick Ngakwe. You know, Yannick Ngakwe is actually a free agent, but it just shows that the guy is a leader, a leader in the sense of just, you know, overall, you know, when it comes down to being a leader, when it comes down to him showing up to practice every day, you know, having a certain attitude and being able to make those around him better, you know, overall, which I think is, is, is the true essence of a leader, of, of a captain. You know, and uh, Josh Jacobs, you know, sharing up being a, being that captain. I'm excited to see him, uh, you know, coming up this in his uh, third season. You know, and uh, Darren Waller, you know, when it comes down to it, he's another one of those guys who has been with the team for quite some time. And for him to just, you know, you know, to have that battle with everything that he had to battle throughout his career, it's just absolutely amazing that he's uh, now at this point a captain of a football team and of a professional football team. And I can't think of any other of any other guys who would be. Uh, more deserving of him so anyways guys uh with that being said it is going to bring me up to the lakers portion of the of this podcast here and i'm I'm sorry to kind of cut it so abruptly like that with the raiders and everything there but it is because there is some things that i did want to bring up with the lakers and the raiders and how they're compared you know in, in a way or how they're how they're similar in a way uh so you know just in the sense of like that they have a lot of veteran leadership you know that they have a lot of you know similarities in, in the way that both teams are we're we're gonna wait to see if they can prove it you know with the with the Raiders it's a little bit different because they have certain young guys you know we've 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 hired we got in a couple veteran free agents you know but it's the main guys that you kind of look at are guys who have yet to necessarily prove it you know when it comes down to like Josh Jacobs Henry Ruggs you know Unique Ngakwe uh, Max Crosby uh, the offensive line that we have, you know, being that they're all young guys, you know, we have certain guys who are who are need to, you know, sort of so to say, prove it. And with the Lakers, it's not necessarily that they individually need to prove it, but they need to prove it together as a team. Now, with with football, you have no choice. You have to go ahead and prove it as a team because in football, it's it's more it's more team. It will, I mean. I don't know. I guess, I guess in a way, because in, in basketball you have one ball, and you and oh, you have one ball in football too. But in the sense of like in basketball, you can have one star player, and that one star player can take over the game. But in football, you need to have a cohesive team in order to really be able to, you know, succeed. And so does so. So you you do need that in, in basketball as well, in the sense of being able to win a championship and everything as well. But overall, like there's a difference between what in basketball you can look good and not be a championship team, if that makes sense, you know. But in football, overall, you need to look good, and you can. That's how you become a championship team overall. <laughs> so there's just a couple of similarities here that I notice when it comes down to the team. But overall, as well, they have a lot to prove. Is is the main thing here that I'm that I'm trying to go and bring up. Both teams are kind of in that, you know, prove it or show me, show me to prove it kind of deal. You know, and and it kind of brings up, you know, what the Lakers have been kind of talking about. Are they going to be able to play defense? Is this team, you know, have that veteran savviness to be able to go in and compete for another championship? And that brings me up to some of the updates here for when it comes down to the Lakers. 
If you guys have been noticing, the Lakers have been talked about a lot when it comes down to DeAndre Jordan possibly being one of the players to go in and sign or re-sign with the Lakers. Uh, or, or to sign, not re-sign, sorry, to sign with the Lakers. It uh, sounds like he might be able to be bought out after being traded from the Nets over to Detroit, I think. And now he's possibly being bought out. I don't know, guys. <laughs> if you guys have been looking at the team, I think uh, if uh, if it is that he's going to join the team and become that third big man on the team, then damn. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see exactly what that looks like and see exactly what that rotation would look like. If he's going to be coming as a third big man, I think the optimal, the, the, the best position for him will be as a backup to Dwight Howard. You know, especially if we're going to be keeping Marcus All, which can be that stretch big or that stretch um, center. I really do think that that's the better option to go with, especially to start off with him. But if Marcus All's, um, you know, from the rumors or from the, the talks, it might be that he's not going to be returning back and he might actually retire. So if he does retire and, and it turns out that we don't have him for this year, then, yeah, okay, then you start Dwight and then you have DeAndre Jordan as a backup or vice versa, whatever you want to do. But I, I I don't necessarily like it in the sense because it's a whole lot of the same thing. You just have one element there. You just have a, a big man who's going to crash, who's going to, you know, rebound for you, uh, go ahead and set some screens and, you know, roll really hard to the basket. You know, you have a lob threat with both of them. You know, but uh, with Marcus All, at least you get that big man who can also, you know, sink a three if you want. So the main thing overall to just kind of summarize the whole DeAndre Jordan thing here, guys. I think if, if he's coming in expecting certain things, or if, if they're prom, or if the Lakers for some reason are, are promising him certain things like playing time or something like that, then I I I'd rather just stay away from it all, just because. It reminds me so much of the uh, Andre uh, Drummond situation from last season, and not to go in and fault him for any of it. I mean, I actually, I actually kind of liked him. I liked uh, Drummond, and and I think he was actually a better player than most people kind of think when it comes down to it. But that's neither here nor there now at this point. But uh, again, it it is it is just a a thing that I don't want there to be any kind of situation where these guys are going to start arguing or, or causing all kinds of problems because they, they all feel like they should be playing or for whatever reason. But uh, the, but I guess we'll have to see. Uh, nothing has been made official at this point. He still has to clear waivers from what I'm, uh, from what I'm uh, thinking or from what I've been hearing. Uh, it seems like overall he's still a Detroit Piston at this point. We'll just have to see exactly what happens. Now, the last thing here, guys, to kind of bring up the Lakers, to finish up with the Lakers update and everything here, and to bring you that clip. Uh, so Rajon Rondo, you know, has re-signed with the Lakers. And I laugh here. You guys can hear me laughing a little bit because this guy, <laughs> if there is nothing that makes you happier about Rajon Rondo signing with the Lakers, this man won a championship with the Lakers in 2020, ended up leaving the Lakers, went over to Atlanta, signed or got traded over to the Clippers and the Clippers had to give up Lou Will and I believe it was a oh god who was it it was Lou Will and somebody else god I can't even think about it uh now with uh with Lou Will with that trade ended up with that trade happening it ended up making things pretty pretty difficult for the Clippers overall and at the end, Rondo ended up getting about 10 mil from the Clippers. And then he's, he signs with the Lakers after all that time and is now going for another championship. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> no. 
Um, I want to bring up his interview. Um, as, if you guys have been Laker fans for quite some time, let me know if you guys can tell who it is that's, that's asking me the question. Let me know. Hey, Rajan, uh, welcome back. So it hasn't even been a calendar year since the title uh, down in the bubble. And I just wonder where your mind's at coming back to this team um, after everything that went down in really the last two seasons combined since you, uh, since you came to the Lakers. Um, just, you know, a positive mindset, a forward mindset, understanding that, you know, uh, we didn't get our, our parade, but uh, coming off, now, like I said, over a year of being a champion, uh, I want to do it again. You know, I want to, obviously, a parade here in L.A., uh, and, and this is, I think, a special team that could possibly make that happen. So a lot of new pieces, obviously. Uh, you know LeBron and AD quite well. You get Dwight THT. But I'm going to start with your thoughts on Westbrook and just what kind of you competed against him for so many years. So what do you think it's going to be like having him in this group? Uh, more excitement, more energy in practice. Uh, looking forward to a lot more competitive competitions with him and, and other guys on our team. So it's a, it's a hell of a team as far as a lot of competitors. And I'm looking forward to getting better each day in practice with those guys. Alrighty guys, so that's going to go ahead and be the clip there that I have for Rajan Rondo. He talks about how this team is going to be set to go and compete for another championship. He wants that third championship. A lot of the players from that 2020 championship year talk about how... You know they wanted how they wanted that parade, how they wanted to celebrate with Laker Nation and and have that parade in L.A. Uh, so it seems like a lot of these players that were returning, or even some of the ones who you know, I mean, you got Russ and you got Carmelo, who's never even won one. So I mean, just for them to be able to come over here and have that chance to to compete for a championship and 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 who else better to go in and have it with the Lakers, right? And no, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but uh, I mean. The overall, the overall sense of this guy, I mean, this guy being a, a veteran for so many years, talking about even as well how practice and everything is going to be very competitive now that he has Russ on the team. I'm just super excited to go in and see what this team is going to look like. Um, I am a little bit worried in the sense of that maybe, you know, I mean, Rondo has a certain, you know, relationship when it comes down to the Lakers and, and with Coach Vogel. And, I mean, overall, I do think that he might not – he's not going to be starting. Um, some people have been mentioned that he might be starting. But, I mean, when you got a guy like Russ playing the point, I really do think Rondo would just be best as being able – as being the third ball handler. You know, it's depending on the certain situation that we need in, in offense. Um, he could be a really, really big piece. You know, and it just solidifies that third, that third ball handler. And now it's going to be where – LeBron and even Russ are not going to have to, you know, carry that burden so much. You know, we have other options. You know, Kendrick Nunn can go in and actually play the point a little bit as well. You got Russ, you got you got LeBron, you got Rondo. You can even have AD. You can even, in a sense, you can even give the ball to Carmelo. He's that guy who's a bucket getter in, in a way. You know, so there's a lot of different guys who can play the ball, who can play with the ball. A lot of different ways that we can play offense and, you know, just have fun. You know, it seems like this team is going to be one of those kind of teams that's going to have a lot of fun, and we're going to have a lot of fun watching them. Now, you guys, I, I am really, really sorry to cut this one short. I mean, we'll cut it a little bit shorter. I know I was going to mention that I was going to talk about a couple other things, but this episode actually did carry on a little bit longer than I thought. But I hope you guys uh, have enjoyed it so far. I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast and enjoying all the episodes that I have been bringing up. Uh, let me know if you guys have been liking these interviews that I've been bringing up or if you guys want some other things to, to come up to the podcast. I'm trying to maybe get a, a another host that we see you guys are not just listening listening to my voice all the time. <laughs> you know, I don't know whether if I'm making you guys fall asleep or if you guys are actually enjoying this stuff. No, I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> 
again guys thank you everybody for who's been listening i hope you guys enjoyed this episode i hope this gets uh brings a little bit of excitement to your to your weekend or something like that as i've been trying to go and bring up more episodes uh, throughout the week but if you guys have if you guys been liking the weekend episodes let me know as well again guys get at me uh, hit me up on a dm on twitter instagram otherwise hope you guys have a great weekend peace